I'm going to give this a try tonight to tell a little bit of a story. I've been musing about my inner life and about my life in general and where I'm going to be ending up. I'm at at a certain age where I'm feeling in transition quite a bit and feeling like I want to be in a place for the rest of my life, in a place that I really feel good. And in my, let's see, right after I left the library about middle of 2014, I made arrangements to travel to Europe and to Denmark in particular because my fomal, my mother's, my father's mother, sorry, um, her parents were from there, both my great-grandparents. And so I was lucky enough to be able to have an artist residency in Denmark in 2015. It's a long story in itself how that came about. But recently, I've decided I need to go back. And I don't want to go back to Europe again unless I can stay. And it's hard for me to acknowledge that that may not happen. Although it is something I want to plan for and plan towards. And I've been thinking about it for quite some time. I have my two kitties and me here, of course my two boys on either end of the state, and my two grandchildren are in the northern part of the state. But it's time for me to be where I want to be. Last night, I think what made me started thinking about this even more seriously than ever before was I watched a film on Per Kukabu, a painter in Denmark who is now 80. He'll be 80 in September. And he... The film is a is the most current film. on It's a documentary on his life of after he fell and had a stroke and gave up painting basically but then has come back to it with therapies and different things and he's now still painting but not like he ever was before and in my mind he's the greatest painter really in the world I've seen his work when I was there in books and films and I was there in Aarhus, oh, I don't know if I'm saying these right, but Aarhus uh, Museum, or Asserjorn maybe, was it Asserjorn? No, it was Aarhus. Oh gosh, I'm not recalling which exactly place I saw his work. But anyway, it was a large exhibition, and I went there as part of my residency. I drove over there from Dovorola, Hulup, and went into the Aarhus, I think it was Aarhus. Shoot, I'm gonna have to look that up. 
Anyway, I was a little dis- a little disappointed at the time because all of his work shown was all of his work that was so prolific. But it wasn't many of his large paintings that I had hoped to be in the exhibit. Um, it was a lot of his printmaking and drawings and I think there was some sculpture there. He's quite an artist. Per, P-E-R, K-I-R-K-E-B-Y. Anyway, um, as I watched this film last night, it brought back so many memories of me being in Denmark and how alive I felt and how one with the land I was and and seriously felt at home there, like I'd come home. And uh, I got that feeling again last night, and I was weeping because I was grieving, but also in joy around it and and missing it. (laughs) But also in deep admiration and deep... uh, I guess it's deep admiration and affection for this artist who has fought all his life, basically, and uh, have has done great things. And at the end of his time, he's struggling with not being able to see his colors and things. And he can speak fine. And he's getting lots of help to move around, and he's still being able to paint. But it's you can see the disappointment and the depression and the sadness in his demeanor and his posture, his eyes. Um, I understand what he says very, very clearly when he says he doesn't have the energy to last hit on the pan, on the page, on the canvas to make the painting work. And I get it because as I watched the film and I saw him sit in front of his work, he knew what he wanted to do to the piece. He just couldn't get up and do it, you know? And I struggle with some physical disabilities, um, and as I get older, it seems to be dragging me down a little more. So I was even more moved by that because I've been going through some of that myself where I just couldn't, don't feel like I have it to give to the work anymore, except for I know I do. <laughs> and it's, it's I'm having to get used to a different way of working like he is or he has. And he's 80 going to be and his fall and his stroke was in 2013 I believe and he gave up he made a I guess a public statement that he was giving up painting and I read that when I was back there in 2015 it made me it made me and this was after I think I'd gone to the show I came back and I looked him up and I was reading about him and came across that he had given up painting. I remember doing a piece while I was there in tribute to him. But anyway, 
getting back to the life story of it. It's sort of the grieving of the process of how we go through life and have to acknowledge changes in our way of doing things. It really hit me last night. And he's such an inspiration, so I I take great gratitude in, in hearing him speak from his heart. He was very candid in the film, and it's quite courageous to put a film out like that when you're failing. And um, he has a lot of strength left, but he's not the same person, and he's acknowledging it, and accepting it in so that that was really really good to see and I um, I too have becoming more accepting and cognizant of not being able to work in my paintings as I used to years ago I was back in when was that 19 98, 99, and 2000, I was working in large formats with like eight pieces that were eight feet high and I don't know, eight by eight by ten feet or twelve feet in sequence, I mean, up and down on ladders and painting and um, sculpting too a little bit then and 18 years later I'm still trying to paint or in my mind I still feel like I should be able to paint like that <laughs> and um, I recently finished this large piece that was eight let's see what was that it's 82 let's see what was that um, about 80 inches by 65 inches, maybe. I don't know. Uh, and it took a lot out of me to finish that work. It was a commission somebody had ordered, wanted me to do. And so I did it, and I expanded my use of paint, and my I grew working in that piece. You know, I grew in my painting ability and my and my, um, not not my credibility, my confidence that I was still a painter, and uh, or that I had a I had a painter in me, so to speak. So strange. But as I watched this film last night, it was like this acknowledgement that we can still move forward in our work, regardless of what happens in as the years go by, you know, sort of a process, the path of walking it, the path of doing what we can in it to feel satisfied, to to get a satisfied feeling from still creating. So the film was um, quite inspirational. And I looked at, of course, the scenery and the settings and the course he's a great painter and he has a lovely space to work in and lovely people around him 
that are helping him through this time. And of course, he's a very well-known painter in Dan Denmark and in world and worldwide. And he's you know even in the United States. So he he's not hurting. I don't think for. Uh, funds or anything or you know to take care of his physical needs and which is good what um i'm feeling a bit alone in that area that uh i really could feel his true paintership painterly what do i want to say i just feel like he's very true to himself as a painter and I could feel his struggle. And uh, I don't think it was about, you know, success in galleries or museums for him. It was more about the ability to still express the way he had before. And he's had to learn to express differently. And I think he's grown in a way through this disability, at least what I could tell from the film, that he's gotten a different sense of humility and love for himself as a person, maybe, and others, a sort of forgiveness, a sort of letting go of what we think we have to be in the world, which is another really huge lesson and when I'm still learning so I have this dream you know going back to Denmark and staying there painting that forest that my great grandparents helped plant in the Ashoya the Ashoya forest in the Hua Yulin which is Jutland in English uh, it's the western the western part of Denmark. My parents, I mean, not my parents, my grandparents were from there. The great-grandmother, wait, I guess it's my great-great-grandmother was from, I can't remember how to pronounce it, it starts with an E. It's a little bit south of Hurup. I want to go back to Skay and, and paint on that in that northern light. So that is a dream. I have paintings that I'm making from my travels there. There's about nine now. The series will be probably finished with 11 paintings possibly 15. I'm not stretching it too much. I think 11 maybe would be fine. I would like to show them there, show the pieces in Denmark. And then I actually would like to donate them to museum there or libraries. I just want my grandmother, my famos, heritage to be back where she came from. She never got to go to Denmark, but she gave me Hugo. She gave me the Hugo of Danish upbringing. 
the coziness, the warmth. And so many Danish are are known for because they're quote unquote cold. You know they have they keep a lot to themselves. So, but there's a certain bit of hygge and appreciation for the simple, appreciation for land, nature, trees. That forest in Asoya was only quarter mile, half a mile from the family farm. Um, I did a, I did a what I call the conceptual piece while I was there. I took and walked from the witch's grave in Asoya Forest, and I pl- planted a piece of paper and. A, earth and rocks and debris from the forest and all along the way down to the f- I walked from the witch's grave in Asaya down along the street to the family farm and back and documenting it I still have all of that in a wrapped up package that I brought back from there, the remnants of my trip there, the remnants of the conceptual piece. I had collected some rocks on my trip there and left them with a friend. And it's something I have to do still. I have to do something with this need to be there and need to continue to create and give my creativity back to Denmark for some reason. I know I'm part other things. I'm part Scotch-Irish and have some German and Spanish in me even. But overall, I'm a Dane, it feels like, you know? So that's that. I'm going on a little long here. But Père Kukabu is such a beautiful beautiful man. His work is very moving and it moves me anyway. It's abstract uh, color and sort of abstract landscape if you will. Geological spiritual works. Good night.